Okay, so following up from the previous episode, I want to talk more specifically about a mission statement. I've said that my vision is to have basically a world full of people, or at least an an island called Ireland full of people aware of certain things. Um, and by certain things, I mean the basics of pretty much everything, okay? You have a relative grounding in food production, you have a relative grounding in education, you have a relative grounding in yourself and therefore in other people, you have a relative grounding in science generally, in politics, in industry, in global commerce, in finance, in, 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 in everything basically. And again, this isn't a fucking degree course or anything, okay? It's just giving people enough so that they can uh, call bullshit, basically, when they see it. Okay, you'll, you'll often hear me, maybe not in the podcast as such, but in my day-to-day life, you'll often hear me say something to somebody such as, they'll say something, I'll go, okay, um, my understanding was that this was the case. And they go, okay. And then I, there's a look of, and your point is in their face, and then I subsequently say, well, if my understanding is this, then what you've just said couldn't be true could it and you you basically just you're you're not you're not trying to tear apart somebody's argument you're just trying to better understand what it is they're saying but if you try and better understand what it is that somebody else is saying by making analogies and by putting it in your own words it, it puts the other person generally speaking on the back foot they're like oh fuck i wasn't expecting my views to be challenged in this way i thought you just swallow whatever bullshit that i was feeding you but no I don't, and you shouldn't either. But anyway, I digress. Mission statement, as opposed to the vision statement. So the the vision, I suppose, what's coming out of the wash is, I want to do my bit in helping people get to where I am without having to spend the 37 years that I've spent getting to where I am. I don't think that there's any reason why a 20-year-old man, for example, or woman, I don't see why a 20-year-old person couldn't have 90 odd percent of the wisdom for want of a better word that I have now granted a lot of that a lot of what I have comes with life experience and that's just tough shit young people you don't have it and you won't have it till you're older get over it okay but there's loads of other shit like I remember here's one for you I was employed by Aircom once upon a time as an account manager and I had a couple of different jobs in Aircom but I finished up being an account manager being managed myself by a walking see you next Tuesday. Good God almighty, I'd love to name her, but I can't really remember her name. It just popped into my head, but no, I won't. I won't do that to her because maybe she's not a walking bitch now. She was most certainly a walking bitch back then. Treated me fucking terribly. Jesus Christ, she made my life a fucking misery. And for what, I don't know. I think she was just so hell-bent on speeding up that corporate ladder that she saw me and everybody else that she was supposed to be managing as, I know, as rungs, basically. You walk on the rungs and that's how you get up the corporate ladder. And look, she's probably fucking a high exec in in either Aircom or some other telecoms company or some other corporation because, look, that's, that's how that shit plays out, okay? You walk on other people to get up to the top. But anyway, not in all cases, broad sweeping generalization alert. But anyway, this walking bitch made my life a fucking misery and enough ranting about her but what I'm getting to is my with hindsight which is always 20 what I did was just so fucking redundant and so nonsensical 
I went and got another job, which wasn't redundant or nonsensical. It was the best thing I ever did. Went and got another job and handed in me notice and aircom. And that was grand. Got away from her. Brilliant. But before I got away from her, I reported her to HR. Um, because my thinking at the time was that I didn't want her to continue doing what to other people what she had been doing to me. Basically treating me like a child and nothing was ever good enough. And in account management or any tele-sales kind of base role when you're on the phone all the time your manager will often listen to your calls because everything's recorded now the stated purpose of this is to is for improvement okay it's to show you where you went wrong in a given conversation and how you could have backed yourself out of the corner that you ended up in before you got into it and to become a better salesperson basically that's the that's the stated purpose. The real purpose is so that your manager can fucking hang you for whatever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want it. There's nothing worse. We used to get called in. I can't even remember what the meetings were called. They had all these little fucking names on them. But anyway, you get called into a meeting once a week or month or whatever it was with your manager. And your manager would have gone through five or ten hours worth of calls. And you can imagine, if your job was on the phone talking to people, imagine sitting through hours of content of the person doing their job, how fucking hard would it be for you to find some interaction between you and a customer and to pause it and say, oh, what he should have said here was this. And that's basically what they do. They bring you into the office and they tell you how you should have, how they tell you what they would have done in your shoes. Only they're not in your fucking shoes. They had all weekend to think about a fucking witty comeback to some prick of a customer. But anyway, I digress. I reported her to HR, thinking I was doing the kind of honourable thing, the noble thing. Maybe not honourable and noble, but the... I don't know, I just... I didn't like the idea of me just leaving there, not saying anything to anybody, and not reporting her fucking blatant mistreatment of people. But... When years rolled on and I kind of became a little bit more aware of how the world works, HR is Aircom. Okay, she was working on behalf of Aircom. She's climbing the Aircom ladder. She was doing everything by the book as far as Aircom were concerned. I had it in my head that HR, uh, HR departments were in some way separate to the business themselves. HR departments are what companies have to deal with their staff. And by deal with them, I mean keep them in fucking check, keep them doing what they're supposed to be doing and finding reason to sack them when they want to be gotten rid of. Okay? But it's just an example of how I didn't know that about the corporate structure. I didn't realise that Aircom and most uh, corporations, if not all corporations, are just money-hungry, greedy bastards and they don't give a shit about anything other than profits. So there was another thing. We we were office-based, me and my team of, of account managers, but there was other guys, um, I can't remember what they're, field sales basically. They were out and about, they had cars and they were going to people's businesses and trying to convert them from whatever it was, Vodafone back to Aircom or whatever it was. And there was one woman in particular who was the top salesperson because no matter who she called out to, she just seemed to have a knack for getting people to go with her. Now, fair play to her, you might say, but the amount of fucking subsequent complaints that you would get from these new customers just beggared fucking belief. These people were light. She was basically walking around telling everybody that they would at least reduce their phone bill by 20%. And if your phone bill's five grand a month, you're taking that fucking grand of saving a month 
like fucking that. Now, I don't know what she was saying, but she was going around telling lies to fucking whoever listen, getting all the sales, getting her commission and moving on. And me and every other account manager in the place complained about this girl um, because she was making our lives a fucking misery. We were getting people porting over to us. They were um, now hours to manage, basically. But when the savings didn't come in that they were promised, they didn't ring the saleswoman. She wouldn't answer their fucking calls anyway because that wasn't part of her job. Account management looked after all that. So she was basically hoovering up all these commissions and we were leaving. We were left with all the, the dirty work of trying to keep them happy and stop them from leaving and, and all the rest of it. And we all complained about her to beat the band, but nothing was ever done because she was the fucking golden girl. The people didn't care whether or not she was conning people to come back. Like, Aircom didn't care. All they cared about was that she was getting away with it. And once she was getting away with it, happy fucking days. If it's not broke, don't fix it. She's bringing in new business. Yeah, they leave after fucking two months. And yeah, everybody hates them. But, you know, what's the figures for this quarter look like? Because that's all that matters in the corporate world. This fucking quarter. But anyway, getting back to the mission statement. Part of what I'm trying to achieve here is to teach people little things like that. Like Now, again, I, I haven't conveyed it very well here. But maybe in a future episode and maybe accumulatively over all the episodes, people will get a better understanding, a better grounding in just in knowing that what they think they know about the world might necessarily be the, the case. Some things are slightly different. Some things are fucking completely different. And I think essentially what I'm looking to do is to democratize knowledge. It's to take knowledge or wisdom, or whatever you want to call it, out of the hands of the academics, out of the hands of the philosophers, and the government, and the experts, and offering it up in a way that people can can consume it, can can digest it, can absorb it, can can, can bring it into their own being, can, can empower themselves with it. That's my duty, for want of a better word. That's giving people the dig out I suppose that I wasn't given and that nobody generally is given okay I've kind of got it by default I've been lucky I've been blessed half a dozen different ways up and down throughout the years and cursed as well we all get our fair share of that shit but if I can just if I can just I don't know inform people of the things that I'm aware of in a way that they can grasp it and which will have a net positive impact on their life. If if I can do that, not if I can do that. That's what I'm trying to do. That's that's essentially what I'm trying to do. And I'm going to have to shoehorn, democratize knowledge into some sort some form of a mission statement. And I'm fucking all ears, by the way. If you've any suggestions, like if if you've been listening to everything from day dot, you could very well have a better idea of what I'm trying to do than I do. Maybe maybe what I'm after saying in this episode and the previous episode, maybe that's not gelling with your take of what off the lead is. And if it isn't, I'm fucking all ears. I'm off the lead at gmail.com or send me a comment or a message on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or any of those places. Like, share, subscribe and all that jazz. 11 and a half minutes. I haven't got my mission statement done, but I might just have it done with the next one. And I'll chat you soon.